Hello and welcome to Paper Tuesdays with Michael Dwyer, Mark Halpin. Woo. Uh, <laughs> hello, hello. This is better. Progress. Hello, George. Hello. You wouldn't normally let me do this, would you? No. We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Mark, it's a beautiful bank holiday. Uh, did you eat much chocolate? Oh, I actually did eat some chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I let the side down. I gave myself a day off Yeah, from being in the military, the self-imposed military yeah. I put myself in. So I took last night and today off. Yeah, I forgot how great chocolate tastes. I, I'm I'm still on the chocolate buzz kind of. Yeah, you're, binge, yeah. yeah. riding the wave. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, it's You don't want to crash, though. No, yeah. that's, that's the fear every time. Yeah. Uh, Parish of the week, Mark. Uh, we're going to Mississippi in America, right? Okay. You're still cold from your cold shower. Yeah, I'm still shaking. I just had it my finger are like still white at the top because I haven't gone through yet yeah yeah so I haven't, I'm not fully immune not yet no no, no. I need to breathe <laughs> um here we're yeah Mississippi and this is the story for our parish of the week it is uh, Concordia Parish there because um the firefighters there in Concordia Parish saved three kittens from a burning house um there there was these young girls and their kittens were in the car uh, crying as their house was burning and thankfully the firefighters were able to save the three kittens and uh, the kittens were only a few days old and the mother was outside when the fire happened they're all safe now and so they're, they're going to call one of the kittens Smokey so ah, it's all good news there very good yeah it's uh, cats are always being saved by firemen why is that sort of a uh, a common thing i think like, yeah you don't hear about like you know a fireman gets the cat down from the tree mm. or saves the cat from the burning building what's that with a dog it's because dogs are getting out or yeah maybe dogs get out why aren't cats getting cats are meant to be smart aren't yeah, they yeah you think they, they'd get out like yeah that's an odd one Anyway, well done to Concordia. They get in the parish of the week. Yes. Um, have we, we might have... Oh, yeah. This is a good one from Shrad Valley in County Leash. This is Leinster Express, Mark. Uh, mm. They are doing an initiative there. If you gather enough rubbish to fill a, uh, a standard rubbish bag size, mm. you get a free ice cream cone. Reward the good deed. Isn't that great? Yeah, diabetes yeah. in return. For <laughs> yeah, so there are uh, litter bags and equipment going out everywhere. And um, so the Simpsons Gala there in Strad Valley is helping getting the place in a better uh, appearance as they um, over the Easter holidays. So it's all good news there. All good. That could be very easily manipulated as well. If you could just buy your rubbish from home, oh, give yeah. it to them, they'd get rid of it and you get an ice cream. That's a win 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 situation right there. <laughs> I know where I'm going to, to, to see that. Outside your 5k. Yeah. <laughs> to get no ice cream cone. Yeah. There's another one. And um I suppose we've won more one from uh Leash today, actually. it was about socialization being a muscle mark mm. and you have to keep using it. And that's something that uh Carlo based child psychiatrist psychotherapist Dr. Coleman Nocter is on about because um he thinks the muscle might be underused because of the pandemic. Social interaction has become a chore rather than something we used to enjoy. And so um he's worried that uh, children will become fearful of socializing so that's something to be careful of what do you think yeah i, I yeah. They, they can't happen it's happening to me i think i'm scared of socializing more so than i was definitely when i was younger or maybe it's because you know when you're in school you, you have to socialize you go there every day to a place full of people but now we, we don't like you work in an office i don't even work in an office i work for like Actually, no, because my job, hopefully, eventually, if COVID ever ends, I will be working with people directly yeah. every day. So it's it, it, exactly, it's a muscle and you have to build it. And like, yeah. I think everyone's muscles are atrophied at the minute. But Ooh. then you kind of like it is nice to get go and talk to people and meet them. You know? mm, so, yeah. Yeah. Just got images there of you leading a group class and, you know, with those little headset microphones and, you know, you were made for that. Yeah, you? on yeah. a bike and like yeah. a spin yeah. in full lycra. Yeah. Come on, guys! <laughs> oh, there's a great scene from The Office where there's a guy doing that, giving a class and Rand Dwight is in the, he's in part of the group, like, he's like, starts questioning your man's authority as leader of the group and he's like, he starts giving the directions, your man's like, charge! <laughs> 
I, I, I can't do it justice. Yeah, but no, but I get the sense from the office that that's a common theme where, you know, Dwight has a problem with that authority role. You know, remember <laughs> yeah. when the, what is it, the racial training and he kind of takes over that. Uh, he wants to, you know, and even though he's the reason that they're there. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't watched much of the office, but it's nice to see that team uh, running there. Too. <laughs> um, yeah. So children love experiences. They don't love things. And um, I suppose that's one of the reasons why Cat uh, Stevens wrote that song. Um Father and son, father and son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not time, time to make a change. So we'll have to do that song. That's what we need to get down to writing that. Right. I was listening to we did start and fire in the gym the other day, and it always makes me laugh every time I listen to it. <laughs> every time it comes on. Me, yeah. Hall, Barton, Paddy's Day, Blood China, Art Bay, Bay, South Pacific. Where's your face shield down the valley? Over? <laughs> Oh, we're hilarious. Oh. <laughs> so I don't think we've many more articles, but that's enough. Let's go to an old TTP. And Mac, oh. you have been busy with your TTPs. Uh, now maybe it's because you didn't um you didn't recover on your whoop. So maybe it was because yeah. you were consumed so much of these. Yeah. Uh putting with my parent. Oh god. <laughs> we have to start with this one. Okay, so uh I'm not gonna say when this happened for legal reasons. I'm not going to say who it happened with for <laughs> other reasons. Uh, but I was on a date on the beach locally and <laughs> within my 5k. Mm. Um, so I didn't break that rule, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I didn't break any rules. Uh, disclaimer. Oh, I'm just going to tell the fucking story now. <laughs> I went to the beach and I went to uh, Saline and I walked back towards, you know, Saline, you walk back towards Clone that way. Yeah. So I was like, it's it's far, it's close enough to be with my 5k but it's far enough that the people that i see there might not know me yeah if yeah, i go down here i'm gonna i know i'm gonna see people i meet so you don't want to bring that on a first date you don't want to be meeting everyone you know mm-hmm. so i was walking where <laughs> down the beach and got around halfway down the beach and i looked up in front of me and i could see people walking towards me and it was <laughs> first of all i seen a blue jumper and then beside the woman in the blue jumper was a man with gray hair and a little dog running around her ankles. <laughs> oh, way. Uh, yes, way. So then I, I, uh, I did a full one eighty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did a full one eighty. I didn't do a full one eighty, and right. I said it to her. I was like, right, that's my parents. <laughs> so I turned around and we walked back anyway. But I, and then I was like, maybe it's not them. So I turned around about, like after another twenty yards, and they were after picking up the pace. I saw because they knew it was me. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, way. So. <laughs> I had to pick up the pace then we got back to the car and I missed call from my mother so I knew the big jig was up like and she was, she's been leaning into it heavily ever since trying to find out who it was and find out more <laughs> wow that's a great story yeah because even like I was I was driving to go like to the beach and I seen Flood and his girlfriend on the way and when I got by- bypassed them and I was like oh Jesus Thank, Thank God, God he didn't see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm away with it now. I'm clear that that was the close call. But then little did I know, <laughs> it couldn't have got much worse. <laughs> Janie, well, fair play to you. Yeah, I, yeah. That's like, oh, you did everything right. Like I, I can't. You can't fault any of your prep. Yeah. And yes, that's just what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Social distancing. Oh, that's that's a just, great I word. just like the word. It's social dancing. <laughs> I don't know why I talk about it. I think, you know, these fucking like dance offs people do. I just picture them <laughs> spinning around on the floor and standing up like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, um, here I'll take the spotlight off for you there because uh, pretty intense on you. It's like prime time at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you uh, you gave me the challenge, Mark. Uh, what would my life would look like if it were easier? Ooh. So I have a few, not as many as you had. I think we should open up to the paper chooses audience. So yeah. So my life would be easier if sand automatically came off your feet when leaving the beach. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Autonomous cars. I'm looking forward to that whenever it comes. I really want that. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Another one I wanted was uh, you, so that you don't have to refill with fuel. It's just... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a hindrance, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. it's, it's your, it costs you, you money. It costs you time. Yeah. You, might, you might get on your hands and oh, have to go to the yuck. shop and yeah. wait. And like, oh, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Bins automatically cut, came back in after the bin lorry empties them. No problem bringing them out when they're full. There's kind of a purpose to it. But when they're like, they're empty. Come on. Why yeah. do we, you know... <laughs> Uh, kombucha was as common as a pint of milk. 
that's my world yeah. yeah as my father always said he'd always say something like um oh when i take over this is happening it could be like <laughs> It's only the Sunday game and the telly or, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got? It was recommended to have less than eight hours sleep. So a lot has to change for this to happen. But basically I can't do, I'm a bit off when I don't have my eight hours. So mm. I, if you, if it was healthy to have four hours sleep, it'd be great. You get a lot more done in the day. So yeah. Oh, you would. Yeah. Yeah. Colin Terrell only sleeps for two. <laughs> and look at him. And look at him. <laughs> Putting the rest of us to shame. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, showers could detect oh, oh yeah showers could detect areas that need increased cleaning so I don't know why I just thought like if it could tell that you know your kneecap has been cleaned in three days and like kneecap get to the kneecap and I don't know a filthy can miss oil yeah yeah oh that'd be cool actually with the with like UV rays or little Red yeah. lads, yeah, the red there's lights. loads of like jets on the walls, and it just shot Ooh. where it needed to be shot. Yeah, that'd be cool. Shower with a difference, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jenny Mac, uh, tea mugs were see through that'd take a big cultural societal change Teamwork for that. Tea mugs, oh, tea mugs, yeah. yeah. So, like, because I'm, I'm suspicious of you know, when you're brewing a cup of tea and it, like, is the color at the top does that reflect what the color is throughout the mug, or is it oh. just the top? Yeah, so. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. We're going to have to open that up. There will be a citizens' assembly on that, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, local newspapers contacted me with their best stories instead of me <laughs> having to go to the Twitter. Like, they could just pick Michael. up the phone. Michael, we got one. Big scoop. Mary lost her dog, or you know, like something really big. So, uh, and then Ashton, the girlfriend, has if cyclists use cycle lanes. No, I wasn't ah, willing yes. to put that down, but she <laughs> blame yeah. her. Yeah, Ashton, the bigot. <laughs> Yeah. So we've actually covered a lot of societal's problem society's problems there in the we, last two weeks. Last two weeks. I'm sure we've left some things. Yeah. Naturally. So if there is anything, let us know. Like, um, because I think that's something that we could gather pace with that. I think so. Yeah. Think so. Yeah, it's very important. And then if code scripts machines, media scripts human beings. That's a tweet I came across from Balaji, and I was uh taken with that now because mm. i thought media well that covers absolutely everything that's lyric fm is scripting human beings and <laughs> southeast radio and pat kenny and i don't know um what do you make of that mark it makes sense i think doesn't it yeah i suppose it does um yeah like but it, it, it's it's it kind of links into the idea that you had a few weeks ago of the mirror the mirror um that we mirror everything oh yeah 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 that's it's sort of exactly what i was talking about that but even look at it in america like you know the what would you call it's watch the fucking fox news and the other lads watch the other news yeah like that you're you're that's going to affect how you see the world and it's clearly one-sided like yeah there's no middle ground so what you see is what you become what you absorb i think we're all sort of sponges yeah and what we feed ourselves we absorb mm. so you can sort of become whatever you want really in terms of your perspective yeah this side is kind of one of his angles is that he wants decentralized media so that you know everyone has their own blog and you go to that instead of going to twitter so like to kind of he thinks there'll be a push towards uh people leading their own content instead of you know just deferring to the instagram platform facilitating people's connections with each other so we'll all have like a blog yeah yeah so you won't be able to comment or interact really well you would you'd be able to comment on their blog or mm. like you're you're commenting on on their page on their own page rather than any connection to instagram i don't oh. know why he's so in entrenched in this position but uh it's 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 something that uh he predicts is going to be the case that's why like because the idea is media, he would see Instagram as media as well, you know. So that's, but then, is he scripting people as well? Then oh yeah, he is. Yeah, I think he's one of the biggest culprits. No, <laughs> I seen a good tweet the other day yeah. um, from Mark Norman that said, um, "Just seen a guy vaccinate himself under vaccinate himself <laughs> under an underpass." <laughs> did Did you know some people, some women are were able to women are able to do everything, but they say they they. Um, have to inject themselves for for IVF or something to make women do, they do women do this yeah inject 
no way could I do that. Yeah. Women do a lot, don't they? Like, fuck yeah. me, I am quite glad I'm a man. There's <laughs> the quite a lot of work with being a woman. Oh, stop. Like, fucking hell, yeah. makeup and like all the scans and babies and all that shit. Like, yeah. no way would I want to do that. Yeah. Fair play. Women. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. It's kind of related. What did you say? I just keep scratching my arse and complaining about him. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um, oh, a few days ago. I was thinking about when when women are in or in labour, and um, like we get the opportunity to well, I is to sit on the sidelines and go, and I get to say, <laughs> just breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to Brendan about this the other day. All oh, right, yeah. Um, the day Avian was born, uh, Brendan, like, so I think I don't know did he break his foot, but he was playing a hurling match and he had to go off and he couldn't walk on his foot for like two yeah. days. Yeah. And he didn't tell Orla, like, he was down in the hospital with her and he got me to leave them, got taken off after 10 minutes into the match, went down straight down to the hospital then because he was playing the match that day. But uh, yeah, he didn't tell Orla because his, like, she was obviously. What she was going through was way worse. <laughs> he started complaining about his sore foot. <laughs> She'd kill him. So that was a good shout. Yeah. He's clever. Very good. Uh, another, I came across a tweet there. Uh, imagine explaining to teenagers that you used to get two massive books delivered in the door every year with everyone's phone number in it. I just thought it was a good one. Do you mm. ever get the phone books? Yes, I do yeah. remember them. I remember I used yeah. to through them as well just to see who I knew in it or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you, it wasn't, uh, it was families, wasn't it? Was it families? Uh, there were local ones. It was. there a local phone book of houses? No, like it? yeah, there was a local a purple and gold one, but there was also um the aircom ones would have like brown J or whatever, like uh, Dwyer or M or you know, so they were a bit unpredictable in that sense. Hmm. Yeah. So we don't. There's no phone books anymore, sure, is there? No, I you don't see them. Milkmen. Oh yeah, there is the odd milkman still out there. There's a comeback for it, isn't yeah, there? There's a, yeah, there's a comeback for it. Milkmen do it on your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Pat mustard type characters. Yeah, because uh, I think you can order online to get something delivered to your house. Oh, can you? I yeah, suppose, maybe the Tesco man is the milkman then as well. Really? Oh it? yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, Mark. <laughs> um, oh, we do have a free to a good home and glory. Ah, yeah. Okay, so this is going to be a new segment. Well, probably not, but we're going to give it a go for it. Oh, cares by cell, is it? No, no. It, oh, this no. is a new group that I found. What? Uh, free to a good home and glory. No way. Yeah, I'm right. up now. Uh, free to a good home. Because the fairness to Nathan Dyle, he suggested that we go to Claire and Elaine's by himself and read out a random one. So we have oh yeah, OSB sheets free to take away. <laughs> we have this very nice bag. <laughs> we have free to take away collection only, please. We have a sink and a little. Thing. Isn't that a great group? Yeah. Fairness there so. is a toilet in River Chapel. If anyone wants it. Uh, oh, we have 10 sturdy packing boxes. PM me only if interested. <laughs> they don't look that sturdy. Cardboard boxes. Uh, meanwhile, in Claire and Elaine's by himself, Sarah Higgins is looking for uh, poppets and fidgets if anyone is selling them or seen them in the any shops. Fidget? Do you remember those? Yokes? I don't know what they, exactly they do, but they were popular in primary schools and had to be banned because they were so popular and they were distracting. Oh, the fidget spinners. Yeah. I, was, I had a conversation uh, last night with Rory about this, about uh, cigarettes and oh, fidget right. spinners. The attraction to me with fags was more, it wasn't the actual chemicals i think it was you know having it in my hand and getting a break got outside for a break so yeah. I, I, I just joked that like i could have had a fidget spinner instead and just went outside <laughs> every five minutes and played it and it came back in <laughs> chain fidget spinner <laughs> like that that's very good it's for me nerves <laughs> um yeah we were talking we talked about socialization earlier and um i think Post pandemic with WhatsApp, like and every, like, I was totally taken with the whole. Or you didn't get to take part in it there, but Connor Moore and James Borden ran a, a sweepstake for the Irish National. Yeah, and 
it was all set up over WhatsApp in the day. Like when else could anything like that have happened only if people were in the same place at the same time to organize it? Well, like years ago, I just think that um, maybe we use WhatsApp in the same way before and we probably did, but I think people would be able to balance both as we go forward. Like, yeah, as yeah. in like, we'll probably keep up this whole virtual entertainment while also pursuing uh, in-person socialization, what we've missed. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about dropping out of which of life, well, not life. What's that? No, not what, everything. Everything. If I wanted to try like a week in a cabin, I think a week. What? what right. Gosh. Just no internet. Here's a TTV. Yeah. Like, right. Go on then. So if why, I, why? Just to try it because I think you're getting fed up of it. I'm getting fed up of it. Yeah, I'm getting bored of it. Like, um, I was, <laughs> I deleted Tinder because I was on it and like I was flicking through it and like. Uh, it was it just it became like why this is how I view my relationships with people is just this passing thing when I'm bored to check on my phone and it's like swipe left swipe right doesn't really matter I check Instagram I treat like my the way I'm viewing how I interact with other people as like Candy Crush so wow. I, I, I deleted it and I, I I feel better because of it so. I think if I kept going in that room, I feel better. Obviously, it, uh, the issue is like I make my money basically through using these apps as well, you know, like Instagram and stuff. So it's going to be hard to kind of mitigate that going forward. So at the minute, I just have to interim the same with everything else. But I'd like to try find a system by which I can monitor how I'm relating to these apps. Yeah. Ooh. that's the next step isn't it like they the, the apps wanted to say oh look what we're doing and you can monitor your usage but your you what you said there was monitor how you intake it mm, yeah so it's not about the length of time it's the amount of time you're as you described there going through that candy crush motion of, mm. it's it, how yeah. you relate to it i think is my issue like right. you know how how um I relate my experience of the real world to my experience. This is actually good timing because in a few minutes we'll be talking to Callie and uh, Brendan. She has an interest to take on this, but um, that's uh, you. So you want to go to a cab? Uh, I think Marcus Aurelius said, you know, you can if you go within yourself, you don't need to go to the hills mm. or anywhere because yeah. yeah. So a cab would just be nice. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i read an article a lengthy one from some american title and it was about the dangerous uh understated impact a negative impact of meditation so they have discovered that there are now some studies being done on that if you meditate for like hours for days mm. you you could have psychotic episodes mm. and they've had they've had one specific incident where it 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 led to a, an unfortunate suicide. So like Fuck. yeah, so we're messing. Basically, you know, meditation has become very popular thanks to maybe mainstream apps like Headspace and that type of thing. Yeah. But um, they're also saying that we, we don't know what we're playing with when we when it comes to the mind. So isn't that mad that yeah. like? Um, I think the message of all the studies were related to you know those seven day silent retreats that yeah, yeah. the likes of i think tommy tiernan did one yeah. um like he was they, they were the ones that really um were gaining criticism and attention from the article so i don't think meditation in the morning is going to kill you but no. um it, th- that's just uh your your comment on looking to go to the cabin just if you if you are going be careful when you're going to silent retreats remember? yeah bring something <laughs> with me to keep myself occupied <laughs> fidget spinner <laughs> yeah uh, um, is there a need for that article maybe there is it was indoor or not endorsed they were reading it who was reading it um tim ferris and mark manson mentioned it. oh he yeah. was tim ferris has done those sort of yeah things, and tim ferris actually had a comment on it saying that he had a bit of a, an episode or an experience that wasn't the best on a silent retreat really yeah mm. yeah so it kind of sent shockwaves because you know it's uh, supposed to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not, yeah. not okay. So the more the better, really. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But I suppose it's a 
but yeah, everything in moderation, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Even. Even meditation. Meditation. Yeah. Even paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Only in moderation. <laughs> I partied last night. Yeah. I partied hard. Yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah. You're I, I gave it socks. I was living life 365. Yeah. I even ate some biscuit cake as well. So I really have been going at it hard. Um, yeah, the, I was able to stay awake, which is strange. I wasn't able to do it last time. Last time. And I, were you still drinking Rockshore? No, no, I wasn't drinking Rockshore. I was drinking Bulmers. Maybe that was the difference that memory Bulmers suits you. Maybe. I think it does. I think cider might suit me better than beer. Like Rockshore, I was, beer seems to give me a worse hangover. What about you? What's your what, what did what's, I do? Your, what's your poison? <laughs> I had three different types of kombucha yesterday. Did no, you? two. Sorry, two. Wow. I think two. Yeah, they were boiled. Would you drink it late at night now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I <laughs> I was up. Uh, I was having a socially distance visit, and uh, I said to someone, I, "I'm become more honest, Mark." And I used to like. I was the typical person that if I wanted someone, I said, "No, no, 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 I don't want it." Or no. So now, if I'm offered tea at a place, I say no, or I say you hardly have green tea, or you know. <laughs> yeah. So I say green tea, and this young lad goes. Green tea. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I had mentioned, I don't know, it was uh, Voldemort or something. Yeah. It was uh, like fanciful, like, what Green eggs is this man talking about? Oh, yeah. There's Callie coming in. Hello. Hello, Callie. <laughs> I can't hear you. That was great. Hi. Hello, oh, Callie. Yeah. Callie and that work. Hang on, let me get a full view because you're like in my little corner. Hi. <laughs> How are we? Good. Very good. Thanks for taking up the opportunity. And, oh, uh, love. I'm sitting here with my jellies and ready for the chats. Happy, <laughs> Happy bank holiday as well. And yeah. you too. Same to you. Why don't why don't we have jellies? I didn't send out the memo. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be when you're in RTE, that's uh, that's what you get on the you must get regular oh, you get nothing. materials. Yeah. yeah. No. No. <laughs> there now, not so fab. No, the canteen food is great. Anything in the vending machine, not so fab. Right. <laughs> um, I bet this is Mark and this is Michael. That's yeah. In case you're Hi, wondering. Mark. Hi, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Callie. Callie Were you on the beer yeah. last night? Did you hear that? Oh, Were you on Pardon? the beer last night? Oh God, I don't drink. Ironically enough, I oh, don't. Oh. I can't hear you. Um, don't worry. I got you um yeah no i don't drink i only i only drink for the tri channel the youtube channel i'm on so that's the only time i drink i haven't i don't drink i in the last two years socially i just haven't i just i stopped one day i was in new york and i lost my noggin in new york and i was getting so annoyed because i'm such a touristy person that i was waking up hungover and i got so angry at myself i was like no you're missing out on going to the museum you're missing out on going to see this so let's just try without the drink and i haven't looked back since it's great there's so many non-alcoholic alternatives as well which is pretty handy interesting we were hey, just talking yeah. about kombucha i don't drink you see so um hey, have you yeah. had kombucha? no where is ah, it you haven't lived kellyanne mm. no kombucha is where it's at it's like this fermented tea drink and it's just so potent and it's full of energy and uh yeah you oh, we love to it. hear it. Fab. Okay, send me a list. I'll yes, send you mine. You send me your list. It's like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put that on the Tri Channel. Actually, speaking there of which, the Tri Channel is a bit interesting. Like, you, um, how long have you been doing it? Um, I have been on the Tri Channel. I think I'm coming up to a year now. So I still feel like a newbie. And anytime they ask me to do anything extra, I'm thinking to them, lads, you, really? Like, but I'm still new, but it's in my head I'm new but I've, I've actually been there a year um and it all stemmed from in RTE and RTE Pulse there's on Friday would be the day that I broadcast before me um Shannon and Annie Mann were were on they had a double header show together so I made friends with them and found out that they were on the tri-channel and I loved the tri-channel just in general if I was bored or I needed laughing or anything I just would go and watch the channel so when I found out that they were on it I was hounding them like absolutely bullying them into being like let me get on the channel I want to get on it but um they couldn't do anything it's only based on open auditions which eventually happened so um yeah I put together a little demo of me talking about a falafel 
don't ask it was so bizarre um and yeah they found that entertaining and asked me to come in for a trial shoot and I had my first shoot with Kira Doherty, which was so intimidating because she's so fabulous. So we had that one, had the best time ever, and they've they've kept me on ever since, trying the most random stuff ever. <laughs> Deadly, it's it gets a great reaction. It's a, it's an unusual thing. People love seeing other people uh, experience new things and that type of thing, don't they? It's massive. With I've never. I've been in media since I was about 17 and I think only since I started the Tri Channel had my eyes opened up to the world of media and sort of influence and impact it can have on people. The Americans love the Tri Channel, like absolutely adore it. Whatever we try, they are so invested in, but it's a community and it's fantastic. If someone says something negative about me in the comments, three other people will jump in and have my back. Like I don't have to do anything. you know but they but I like I love chatting to them as well you know because I was a tri fan once upon a time so I understand their mindset I'm like yes this is so exciting that we're trying the world's hottest gummy bears or you know random cocktails all this sort of stuff so yeah I do I do love it for that for the community vibe of it it's mad but a huge following we've reached 100 or no a million subscribers there a couple of months ago which was amazing Mm. yeah very good intimidating but also very good yeah <laughs> million people great <laughs> <laughs> that's gas um we're coming to you at the great time in that your the podcast with marty Gilfoyle, just friends is like it's really had a great launch hasn't it you must be delighted with the feedback and everything yes that was such a random one so martin and i we really we have been the best of friends for years and we went for a walk and he just kind of turned to me and said, you know, like, you like talking, I like talking, I'm thinking of doing a podcast. And I was like, are you dropping a hint? Like, do you want me to go host with you? Um, and it just stemmed from that conversation. And he came up with the name and we we took it as a genuine take the take the biscuit out of us as a friendship and just record it. Um, but yeah, the response has been hilarious like I'm getting people telling me they're having arguments with their fellows like that their their moms are sending it to their daughters to listen to uh, everyone and then most of them is just as Martin like can I get can I get in touch with Martin please <laughs> so <laughs> I'm now his PA you <laughs> covered a, a, this the episode two was all about uh date naps and you um got Martin to download the apps as a kind of a social experiment and um you that was a great episode tell us a bit about that so he hates (laughs) he hates dating apps he has a phobia over them i obviously don't they don't bother me i'm on them but they don't it's like i'm on and i'm off you know it doesn't it doesn't fathom me but he actually has a phobia of them but he also is a person you know at the same time so he's going on as a as a as a known person which i think is hilarious so i challenged him he did he was he didn't want to do it but I was like no we have to do it because it's going to be so funny because you're completely out of your comfort zone so yeah I made him download um tinder and he went full on he he got the pro he got the whatever I don't know how it works but he paid like the subscription to see get all these followers coming in I was sitting at home watching telly and I got a message of him saying downloading the app I was like oh this is great fabulous good luck best of luck you ever know you might find your soulmate on it and you can thank me at your wedding and then an hour later 100 matches oh we're up to 200 I was like excuse me what how is this happening so oh the stories that he was getting was just hilarious just comical I couldn't because I'm obviously female on it that I know how I talk to people on it so when I was hearing what all these other girls were saying my mind was blown I was like you are confident <laughs> wow <Yeah. laughs> but uh we were just talking a few minutes there ago Mark has deleted tinder and yeah. you had a lovely analogy about it you said it was like candy crush or oh yeah I was, I was treating my relationships relationships with people like candy crush so I just you know I was just like swiping going left right and not, I don't really see people as people anymore yeah I love that that's kind of a good that's a good way of going about it mm. also kind of putting your hands in fate because you never know you could land on some one and then yeah found the one <laughs> yeah or a serial killer <laughs> That is also a high possibility. Be careful of that, okay? Yeah. I went on a, a Tinder date when I was living in Australia, and I just it ended up me ba- being babysitting her child for an hour while she cleaned the house. 
<laughs> I watched Halloween Town and Babysat. Very child. smart. <laughs> great movie, great movie. So technically, it's a win-win. You know, yeah, you movie, she got to clean her house. <laughs> you know, I, did you did you speak to her again after? No, no, oh. never again. Oh, I I felt that was I felt that was a like a strong hopeful. Yeah, it would have been if I wasn't flying home to Ireland <laughs> a week later. <laughs> but. Uh, I kind of like how, uh, so Marcus deleted Tinder and uh, I did always hoping to meet someone on the road there or whatever in Wexford. But the sign. Got off Tinder. <laughs> but you, Callianne, said that when this pandemic is over, you would feel willing if there was some lad in a bar that you, uh, you know, felt like he was hot stuff. You go up and say, well, how are you getting on? Or well, yeah. whatever way you would. Tell, yeah. Yeah. No, that honest to God, the pandemic has changed my mind. I would never. So there's this thing that it's an ongoing debate between Martin and I, and I don't believe it for a sec- second. So I, I, I don't normally go up and speak to lads um, at night. So I tend to, if I'm out on a night out, I tend to be enjoying the night or whatever the company I'm with. However, that doesn't stop me from looking across the way and seeing some fab looking lad and be like, oh, I'd love to say hi to him, but I'm kind of old fashioned. I'm like, oh, if I look at him for like 30 seconds, he'll come over and say hello. <laughs> but so that, one of those things, but then Martin has this theory that that would never happen because apparently I'm unapproachable and intimidating, which I, I don't see. <laughs> I don't see, but he was like, you're not approachable. I was like, it's not, I don't have a resting bitch face. And he was like, no, no, no. It's just whatever, whatever it is. Anyway, whatever. So now the fact that I have been so deprived of the opportunity to even go up and say hello to a male in a bar, I am never, ever, ever giving up on that opportunity. If, if I'm in a bar, someone's fab looking, I'm going to go up and be like, man, your shoes are fab. Where'd you get them? And then just start a conversation that way. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Do you find that it's staring, so awkward though? The staring at a lad for 30 seconds work because I definitely have never, uh, obviously people, girls don't look at me anyway, but like I've never picked up on somebody looking at me as them wanting me to engage. See, I think it's because I, that's true but I'm, I'm I'd be obvious enough I think I'd be sitting there I'm just I ha- I'll just use my jellies I'll be sitting there sipping my Fanta Zero whatever it is like <laughs> hi <laughs> like it's kind of obvious um but then again it's all a looking game isn't it it's like meerkats I feel like we're just like <laughs> up and up open yeah yeah, <laughs> I mean like what's a good strategy though to be honest like what is I used to I used to push my friends that's actually sounds awful but my friends I used to be the, the girl that would make them talk to guys so I'd have no like that back and back in my youth I've been into approaching the more I got older the, the less confident I got but um I would I'd stand at the bar and my girlfriends would be like oh I really fancy him he looks really good looking so I'd go stand beside the bar let's go order a drink so we stand at the bar and I'll kind of push her into the lad <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then it would start the, and I was like, and I'll leave you there. My work here is done. And then I walk away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Tinder stories. You could write a book on them. Like I had to narrow it down. We done episode three there and we wanted to share some of our listeners' stories. And I got so many and I got so many from my friends who I didn't even know. I, I was like, I've been here with you. You've never told me this is hilarious so I was getting so many of these in but the cousin we were saying that people had gone out on dates and realized they were actually cousins and then of course oh, it's Ireland gas <laughs> and then like other ones saying that they 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 got with their oh it's just mad it was just there were some mad stories but um yeah you could write you could do five episodes just on tinder date stories alone they're hilarious probably just on mine alone itself to be honest <laughs> <laughs> have you learned much of uh Martin's pr- perspective as a guy from the podcast or did you have the good idea of like what he thought of women beforehand like um I Martin and I would be very open anyways like he is that's why we are such good friends if I genuinely was seeing someone or I like he proofread a lot of my text messages or anything you know he is my go-to but vice versa he'd send something to me I'm like okay let's just remove that little bit there and add this in (laughs) you know and like that's how it goes but it works so well so I understood I definitely know his type 
I definitely know how he he feels about women he's very protective over women and the women in his life like he is a very he's a good good boy um and I think that's why like we work so well together but at the same time he has those little moments where he'll have an opinion and I'm like I don't know if I agree with that no (laughs) and then that's where it kind of gets a bit funny with us because But you're like, we care about you so much, but you are so wrong on this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fascinating part. And that's kind of why I like the podcast. Because it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. There's something like as if it's a, your two therapists or something, even though you're not therapists. But like, <laughs> it, this is Martin representing the male species. Yeah. And this is Callianne representing the female. And they, they, you know, they collide. You know, that's that's why I kind of like get a sense of it. But um like what you you like tinder and bumble bumble even so what is it um like have you had weird texts from lads what uh, yeah no but also i'm starting to get note but like i'm starting to take notes so before i definitely would get the odd the odd one and it kind of ruins it because you'll match and be like oh hey possibility with this one and then they'll send something so cheesy not cheesy but rude I can't do rude like I'm just not it's just not in me that just that's an instant no-no for me I'm funny I like weird and quirky so if someone says something funny or weird I'm I'm invested you've got me that's hilarious I'm hooked so that's how that works for me but you get the odd ones that are just purely based and it is it's an appearance based app like you don't swipe right if you don't like the look of someone you swipe right because of how they look so it's just when they go in and it's just straight on my appearance or straight on something about like some assets of mine or something and I'm just like lads (laughs) let's not um but there is some good one-liners that I've taken note of and I've used myself so There's, there's guys that are matcher ghosters was something that was said to me recently and like they match and then they just don't they just don't talk and like, I don't understand that and you come across them like you'd match people but then speaking to Martin he would say that there are guys that might be intimidated or might not feel comfortable or confident like I would be sometimes to not write first so that's where he he's very cheerleader he's like girl you fucking go you write to him you say hi like whatever it is and that's definitely changed my mindset of the whole oh the guy should be the first to say hello I think it's why I liked Bumble but there just wasn't as much happening on Bumble so now on Tinder I it doesn't I don't even take a second thought if I want to talk to someone and they haven't wrote to me first I won't even second guess I'd be like what's happening <laughs> hey no I tend to use something a little bit worse than what's popping that's kind of bad <laughs> here I um I went on actually I don't know how this will work but I came across this article on things that men should know about women actually oh there's oh I love this already this sounds okay well this is kind of similar to I sent you a text Marcus about yeah, I'm reading a book at the moment, Kathy. It's or Callie, excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's called Conflicted, and it's about how we need argument in our lives, uh, but like good argument, so that yeah. you know it's not a bad thing. Uh, it's by Ian Leslie. I'd recommend it. But oh, one of the wow. points that he's made is men could care or empathize more, but we don't seem to bother. And like it's a no-brainer. It makes sense, but when it's put down into that simple language based on uh, studies, it kind of struck a chord. I was like, Janie, right? You, uh, you were no, you were surprised, struck by it as well, were you? Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? We definitely can empathize, but we just don't. I think it, it, women seem to be much better at it, and yeah. they do it more often. Yeah, because we literally only said that because we we were saying in in the recent episode, in episode three, we were talking about liking and and following people when you're in a relationship but one of the things we brought up was I was saying that you could stand there and like a million and one guys photos comment under them and turn to your fellow and be like does that bother you are you are you annoyed by that we're gonna have a little little tiffy over this now and they'd be like no it's grand but it's killing them on the inside and they just won't say anything and it's just that thing of are they avoiding confrontation or does it bother them (laughs) it just adds 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 to it all the time but that's such an interesting one to hear yeah and it's kind of interesting then that even like in connected to that marty went on and said something like um you know if you might say no now but it'll end up that in a few months time you'll want to 
throttle him for something else, even though it's a minor thing, but it's all leads back to that. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a minor real life yeah. example of that. Um, but yeah, th- this uh, this was uh, 10 things that men should know about women. So for one, one, first thing here, women operate from an emotional, a more emotional place. So I think we kind of covered that there. That's fair enough. Definitely yeah. do. Yes, we do. We're very emotional. I think it's because, and I say it to, to Martin a lot and he agrees with it, is that for us women most definitely we have been through some shite times when it comes to lads like we just invest a little bit more I personally think from my history and stuff that we wouldn't want like to inflict the same sort of feeling onto them if that makes sense so I think that's where the empathy comes in from because like he said if it's affecting his girlfriend by me liking and following these girls why would I continue on doing that that's causing her upset it's causing her blah 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 when it takes nothing for me to just not do it so that's where the empathy kind of stems from but I think you have to have gone through something similar to understand that level of empathy which he had before in the past so he as a male understood that but I know plenty of guys who wouldn't comprehend that that way if that makes sense it was just when you said about you know the whole thing was about like an instagram post and i was thinking Janie, how we've moved on and do you remember the poke function on facebook do you remember mm, that, was, that was a big one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were always poking me <laughs> yeah what a, what a word did he just poke you <laughs> You poke him back. No. <laughs> I forgot it. Can we please bring back the poking? That is, that you do it anymore. Come... You, can you, you, you can't you do it. No. So. The bandit did it. The bandit did it. check. No, you can't. You're going to poke someone in RTE. You're going to poke Marty Whelan, aren't you? I know you Marty. Marty. Me. I saw you at the vending machine at one time. <laughs> here uh, number two women have a long history of feeling wrong by men you kind of touched on that there as well or kind of yeah do i write these (laughs) (laughs) ever a three women want to feel understood yes understood yes if, if you if you think about it if you're understanding so say say i'm in a relationship with someone and i go to them with a predicament of some sort but they couldn't give two shits about him. Like, oh, do you know what? I'd rather just wash like the dishes instead of having to deal with this. Or I'd, I'd rather go out on, out on a drive or something and not have to deal with this conversation. If someone sits down, listens to your story, and even just, even if they haven't got a feckin' notion, but just nod and say, yeah, I understand that. That's mad. My goodness. Are you okay? That's crazy. It's just that, that extra. That's, yeah, I get you. I get that. That's not, that shouldn't have happened to you. Jeez, that's shite. And then that's it. I'm good. I'm great. That's why I wanted to rant. Thanks so much for the agreement. So if you feel understood in some way, I mean, I hate to bring it back to this, but it isn't that thing of like happy wife, happy life sort of scenario. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's just a nice thing. Just like, just like if you were to rant about something, it's a good to have a vent, but it's better to have a vent when someone actually cares about what you're venting about. Yeah. It also makes for a better debate, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. All for that. There you go, lads. We're um, having many epiphanies today. Yeah, women are not crazy. That's what <laughs> that is. One, I'm not making that up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. The thing is, it's so funny where that comes from. It, I think it's, I think it's a spark of both. It's a spark of we are so emotionally invested sometimes that when we're let down, our emotions can't. We're, we're just like, what? I couldn't you did that what and you get so like why is that happening I wasn't that wasn't part of like my forecast I wasn't expecting this to happen but as regards to crazy I would just put crazy as passionate I mean if you weren't crazy it's a boring relationship you need a bit of kuka in it to be honest from kuka. both sides what a word that's our word of the week kuka what does kuka there you, go. you can have that one for free <laughs> yeah thank you very much <laughs> you're, so, you're very welcome very welcome <laughs> Uh, women endure a lot of pain Janie Mac we're going dark aren't we do we endure a lot of pain I mean I mean if we want to get like we, there's there's pregnancy which is a physical pain um I don't think so I don't I don't I think men and women feel pain the same way if you're hurt you're hurt you can't really measure someone's level of pain internally yeah, yeah. Um, I handle pain crappy I can't do pain stop my toe I'm in, in bed for a week <laughs> uh, women 
want equality, but we also want nurture. Oh, sorry, I can't read my writing. Nurture, <laughs> I think. Um, no, okay. it's so. I get it. I do get it. We like the idea of of you know the 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 gentleman and the man looking after the woman, but also we like to be an independent woman who don't need no man. But it's just nice to have, like, you know, it's that equal balance of the the guy is the gent as a and we work well together as opposed to the guy is the provider does it all and the woman stays at home that's kind of what mm. we don't want we want like oh he's a gent he opens the door for me oh look like i wasn't feeling well today he's brought something like a goodies goodies home to me kind of a thing then that's where it's a better equal balance but at the same time we can do that for them too you know it's it's an equal share if you were going for a meal you can do splitsies that kind of a thing and it's just a little bit more of an open conversation i think as opposed to without saying anything back in like the 90s or the 80s the real was the guy does this that's that and you just accept it and that was that whereas now it's a little bit different but it's a nice thing do you know i think it works well yeah that's interesting because uh, i think jordan peterson was talking about recently how you know because of it's in his book actually yeah, so now husband wife relationships everything is up for grabs because you know it was the case that you know the man does this the woman does that and now it's all it's all up for it's a free-for-all it's a free-for-all yeah, but we're kind, of, <laughs> kind of we're kind of still in that learning phase it's exciting though isn't it like we're still learning we're still kind of coming out of that even though we've kind of been in it for such a long time we're all still learning Do you know i i grew up in a family where you know it was like starting to come into equal sides of things but before that like my grandparents absolutely not my my granddad was the carer my granny stayed at home like that was it so it was you're kind of seeing it change um but i think now getting into this the next good luck to the gosh the new the, the millennials that just the world it's just gonna be crazy <laughs> the tiktoker generation i don't even know they're just going to be dancing their way through arguments i think <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that social distancing oh yeah we we're going to change it to social distancing instead of distancing <laughs> <laughs> i like it pitch <laughs> to Bradley or Bradley Ryan. <laughs> uh, so we took your word and you could have that one from I yeah. there you go, guys it's a give and take isn't it see that equal equal yeah <laughs> there you <we are. laughs> Uh, women will always want romance I tell always you now. always, always. No. and what is romance oh. always but don't even don't even spin oh it's just like that it's the oh. extra little thing like to be honest I am such romantic but there is like I would do cute little things like I'll leave like notes I'll do something if, there, if it's like a treats on Thursdays or something always something cute and romantic and if that's reciprocated oh my god it's just for me that will keep i will die with that person if those little romantic things are always kept i would love like it's just such a huge thing even if it's just you're walking in the road and you see like a bleeding weed and you're like god well, hopefully not but like a daisy or something you're like part of you <laughs> do you know what i mean or i was in the shop petrol station but my god lads if he's going to a petrol station fill up your petrol tank and you don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> like there's the whole there's a whole shelf there nothing nothing jumped out and screamed Callianne though no. <laughs> <laughs> but those little things just though but it got yeah. exactly like that go don't you like it if you were to get a little treat or something you weren't expecting it and you're like you oh. do that you get stuff fresh and remember we went up to the mountain and you got a fit it or something when you went to the shop oh that's right actually yeah. yeah it was probably the ego thing it was probably because you were there oh I bet her See, romance I think romance is 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 a huge part of a relationship lasting yeah and it doesn't have to be a lot either as you said the small things no just a tiny little tiny the, the, the smaller things the better you don't need to be super like expensive or anything it's just a note good morning, <laughs> <laughs> good morning. <laughs> nice good morning have a nice day <laughs> meant to be oh. over 10 degrees with <laughs> 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 great uh women are all different i was surprised by this one there's someone that was no, getting to all right okay okay yeah no yeah. we are we are all we are there is no woman the same every single woman i am so i've lived with the two sisters they're twins and as twins they're two opposites personality wise do you know so like no one thing might find this interesting give us i am a movie nerd i quote more movies than i do speak normal language do you know and like 
but that's that's my my sisters would never they would like oh that's your man from that movie with the dinosaur or something and I'd be like well that's actually da, 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 from this movie of twenty <laughs> you know spilling it but that's me as as like that those would be my interests and like would absolutely not interest my sisters going out with someone who's that much into movies or whatever vice versa you know so each girl is definitely their own person and have their own likes and interests now we might share similarities and enjoy a good rant or something of similar interests but that's really about it each their own mm. get it you'd get a different answer exactly if you were asked this to 10 girls each girl will have a different answer to that interesting mm. Uh, women are fragile and strong. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, absolutely. I am a puppy, a puppy sometimes. But my good God, if someone was to say boo to like my sisters or my brother or like be mean to my dog I'm, or in, in work or something, I'd be very strong in my work. I'd be very work focused, career focused in that sense. So I'd be strong definitely for that. And if anyone, like, a, yeah, I think I think I'm very strong, but I'm also, you know, I have my moments. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're not strong all the time, but we have our moments. Yeah, but we're not little puppy dogs, but we do have our moments. Yeah, this this has served us well. We've learned a lot from uh, your responses to this, Kellyanne. Uh, the the last one here is women need time to feel comfortable. Yes, that's huge. Definitely. Like I'm saying this like as if this is for the unanimous for like all of the women all over the world. This is just for me. I absolutely definitely need time to be comfortable because you don't know there's judgment everywhere <laughs> so if you're trying that's what we laugh about so much it's like after the six months mark the real the real person shines through because the, there is this persona that we put on for a little while but it's not persona it's just you're not comfortable to uh, like be a little bit more braver in things you say be a little bit comfortable about how you dress or something you're taking into account all these other different things so for me definitely it takes a while for me to feel comfortable and to be open in conversation as well I think would take me a little bit of time with someone um but I think most girls would be the same on that and, I, and to be honest I think if you found someone who you were super duper comfortable with um early on I mean I don't want to say it but I mean I hear church bells <laughs> Very good. Very and good. women love pajamas and fluffy socks too. So they do. Now imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine you had them waiting for her when she got home after a shitty day at work. Oh my goodness, best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> and the movies, as you've mentioned. Oh, the yeah. Have, yeah. have the notebook on ready. She texts you, shit day, have notebook, jammies, fluffy socks, and a chocolate bar. Oh, um, <laughs> and, and I picked you a weed from the road. <laughs> I thought of you. Of all. I thought of you. <laughs> all of the of all of the plants I went with a weed. <laughs> um, you just, it's like I get rid of you, but you just keep coming back. There you go. So technically, <laughs> yeah. Um, have you learned much from your friendship with Marty about men? Yeah. Right. Y'all think, think we're we're so. I, I find it so funny because everyone thinks, and it's it's with girls as well. Guys and girls think that girls are so confusing. Guys are so confusing oh my lord I think and and I think I absolutely have the the the, the excel spreadsheet to back up this right. <laughs> because I'm not wrong I go to Martin constantly with different things and I'm like please tell me I am not over analyzing or thinking this like this is mad situation to be in <laughs> but at the same time he does laugh and say it's only with you of course this would happen with you like I'm so unfortunate 99.9% .9 of the time and he's like this if this was a normal person Kelly this would have gone so smooth but of course it doesn't go smooth for you so I just I personally find guys horrifically I'm so straightforward I'm so chilled like flaked and yet I feel the complications come to me through situations I've been put in with lads and it makes no sense to me and like thankfully I do have Martin and, and other guys as well around me to be like I'm not overthinking this. Like that, that is a bit mad, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, no, that is a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly. Um, yeah, I suppose it's a good time to go to flash flood because we, we, <laughs> you said there how lads are hard to understand. Well, on, on Paper Tuesdays, we have this, uh, this contributor. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you could put in a good word and get him on RTE. It'd be okay. interesting. Yeah. Have a have, listen to this, Callie. Okay, I'm ready. 
there's, there's lads out there now and they're really kind of lads, how would you describe, big cars, small dickies, right? <laughs> I was out there uh, on a bit of a trip, an essential journey for work, coming out the motorway, and there was this lad, a big fuck off car. Now, I was doing the speed limit, and I know I was doing the speed limit because I had the cruise control on, I was tipping along <laughs> at the speed limit, uh, as you're supposed to, and this lad comes up my hole. Big white lights, flashing and beeping, you'd swear he was in a rush to go somewhere. Well, I, you know, I was overtaking someone, I was doing the right speed on the dual carriageway, overtaking a lad, and this lad comes out of nowhere, and he was flooring it. I'd say he was a lad trying to go from Limerick to Dublin in three seconds. I don't know what he was going to achieve by it, but the, the debate he had, right? Why do lads do it? And, and we, women are bad offenders at as well. No, we're all for equal rights here now. Men and women, what is the point of it? There's no need in it. There's a speed limit. You can only go 120 kilometers an hour to start you traveling the country. But then, you know, these lads that tear off, where's the guards? I know. Where are my, the guards? What are the guards doing? I've never agreed with a human being so much in my life. <laughs> that is the most relatable voice note I've ever heard in my existence. I'm like, everything, everything. I was like, yes, 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 I agree. I'm such a speed limit gal. Like, so I relate to this so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, gosh, it must be tough in Dublin though with the speed limits because down here you can kind of go at whatever pace you like. But uh, No, he's so right about the cars up your arse. Like, that is a thing. And I slow down. If they're up my arse, I'm like, well, then you might as well join me in the Fiat 500 because I'm slowing down. You're annoying me. You're annoying me. So then I add to their pain and their fury. <laughs> like, it just drives me up. I'm like, I'm going to speed limit. Do you want me to? And I'm, set, I'm like, I can see signs, speed cameras, speed cameras. I was like, I'm not getting a ticket because you're giving me pressure anxiety to pull my foot down. No, thank you. Not able for this. So then I slow down and make him go to speed limit. <laughs> Very upsetting, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Like when they get up your arse, they start flashing and all. Yeah, I, I'm definitely actually going to have to cut, put me. You that, I'm, you're that. I am. When I'm driving here to mm. come to Castletown, yeah. uh, I'm not sure you won't be familiar with this local geography, Kalyana. I apologize, but Atara Hill, you have to round a hill. And if you know the Tara road, hill, it's fine. But if you don't know the road, you could, you know, veer off into a field. Like, you know, so I understand <laughs> why they're going so. But lads, I, I'm late for the pod. I need to get here, you know? So. Well, you're not always late, Troy. You're half an hour earlier, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Oh, that's so me. That's so me. I, they're way too punctual to the point where it's actually, I have time to get three coffees. Uh, or I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Someone please play on my first song. <laughs> um, oh, one last, um, oh, we've leaned to come to, but uh, there was just, I had an article that I came across there when we, I knew we'd talk about relationships. I knew you'd have a lot of wisdom to share with us, Kalyan, but I just uh, came across this one. And, uh, <laughs> The girlfriend, it comes from the Sunday world, girlfriend of jet ski Romeo who crossed the Irish Sea to see her is charged with attacking woman. So <laughs> that took a fucking twist. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, what? <laughs> I love, there was a lot. A lot to I was so there. like, I can see this is a movie. Leo is playing the lead and then it just went south so fast. Yeah. What happened? This shows great, good journalism in the fact that they're covering, they're mentioning that last year during the pandemic, the girl, a Scottish man jet skied to, to the Isle of Man to see a girlfriend and he breached the lockdown restrictions made the 43 kilometer journey to see his girlfriend but he was given a one month sentence for the stunt and subsequently said I love this quote he did it for love uh, and <laughs> but anyway the girlfriend now is in court uh, because she caused or she's charged with causing actual bodily harm and two counts of criminal damage so there you are now um, to so. him she, no, to somebody else. Somebody else. To yeah. him. No, oh. to a woman. Uh, sorry. Uh, it, oh, so this I, was, woman... I was like, geez, wouldn't that be devastating Whoa. on a jet ski? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't normally like boring people with the details, but these details are amazing. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> so the woman and her friend drove to the home of a woman who, with whom they had a long running online feud with and kicked and punched her as she screamed for her housemate to protect her children. Do, do, do. Holy shit! And oh she then, they, they then assaulted a police officer, 
and they smashed oh, the phone as she tried to call 999. He wasted his petrol or whatever it is on that jet ski going up to <laughs> you imagine the disappointment to know you're getting with a serial killer? Like this mad woman. Yeah. That's a catfish. That's that's a bit of catfish, I guess. <laughs> it's gas, so and to think it happens on the Isle of Man as well. You get the impression that these that's small mad. islands are grand, they're so homogenous and whatever, but no. Yeah, there you are now to describe it yes exactly and uh, no we've got we've got women beating women where's the girl power in that lad no. yes. <laughs> carrie-ann what are your impressions of wexford wexford love it, yeah. love, it. I okay. love wexford i'd go there when when we could when we could yeah. wexford would be one of the places that i'd go to um quite a lot actually um i love where is it that i'd go where's oh my god starting with g oh my god the main one that everyone goes sorry let's do Gory, good lord, Christ! Well, that's, that's where we're that's from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gory's great. Best ice cream you'd get the ninety nine. Oh my goodness, I used to love going down there for that, and then the little walk along there. We used to get a house, um, in Gory Town, and it was just the best crack ever. Random really? little pubs, yeah, great place. Love it so much. Can't, I actually cannot wait to go there. There and Kerry are on my bucket list of mm. places I want to go I to. Think so. I can. Yeah. yeah, that sounds great. Well, one of the ambassadors of Wexford is this man. He's quite an intimidating face, as you see there. This is Liam Dunn. He was on the Wexford hurling team in 1996. So. Love a bit of hurling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a cat scal. Oh, dear. <laughs> I know. So, will we stop this podcast now? <laughs> uh, you're, you're breaking up, Kelly. I'm sorry. <laughs> And we do this thing where we pick a random paragraph from the book. So if you want to pick a page between one and two, oh my gosh. Okay, my lucky number, don't oh. judge me, is 112. I know it's the emergency helpline, but let's just get past that. <laughs> For some, it's my lucky number. So 112. Yes. Um, why, why is it? Um. <laughs> going to get real sad real fast um i've always it's always been one of those numbers that follows me for years um yeah just when i was younger it stood there but then a friend of mine in rc passed away and i played a song um by 11 2 or 1 is that that number was in the song until like a week later and it was playing on my um spotify and i realized the number was there and i just lost my life i was like no it's definitely my number like i'm getting it tattooed on me and everything it just follows me everywhere there you, are now. There you go yeah that's quite the story um meanwhile the club versus county controversy had ensured that once again out of the ballot were public enemy number one and we were under pressure to retain our title and shut our critics up but after <laughs> such a terrible year with the county Tomas Martin and myself were only too glad to get back to grassroots oh I love that. that year. that's a good one yeah. That's Public a great one. Number one. There is blood on one of those pages when you're <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that is the definition of blood, sweat, and tears went into writing that book. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit of Dunn's blood on that. I wouldn't be surprised there's someone else's. <laughs> oh, I can't find it. It's gone now. Oh, wait. Okay. Right. Callianne, you can find it. You've had a great quarantine with Quarantine FM. You're on RT Pulse on Friday afternoons at two to four, and you're uh, on Instagram, of course. What's your Instagram title? Uh, oh god Callianne Brennan for everything <laughs> this has been a great buzz we've learned a lot Callianne thank you thanks thank very much, you guys for having me I've had a ball I've Brilliant. had jellies in the chat it's been great thank you so much <laughs> for having me I appreciate it thanks a million Callianne bye, bye. Take care.